Thank God for our illustrious choir and thank God for the songs of Zion. Thank God for you being here. Amen. It is good for us to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. This morning, I want to give context and not pretext to a familiar text that's always taken out of text. If you have your Bibles, turn to Luke chapter 6, Luke chapter 6, and I want to read from 36 to 38, Luke chapter 6, 36 to 38, our subject is grace, a transformed treasure. Grace, a transformed treasure. That's Luke chapter 6, beginning at verse 36. Be ye therefore merciful, as your Father also is merciful. Judge not, and ye shall not be judged. Condemn not, and ye shall not be condemned. Forgive, and ye shall be forgiven. Give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, and shaken together, and running over, shall men give into your bosom. For with the same measure that ye meet withal, it shall be measured back to you again. Church, say amen. amen. Bless the Lord. A transformed treasure. God's grace is the greatest gift bestowed among mankind. Grace is God's unmerited favor to undeserving sinners. Grace is a privilege, a pardon, a power, and a promotional device of Almighty God. The very word grace, G-R-A-C-E, is an acronym God's riches at Christ's expense. So somebody paid for you to have grace. And, 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 and this grace, this grace, when it is received uh, in Jesus Christ, there is a um, new submission, a new surrender, a new sanctification, a new service, and a new support for God and others. Luke chapter 6 is a unique chapter, and, and too often we run into the Bible to pull out things that are beneficial to us. These prosperity preachers, they will take this verse and destroy it for the sake of money. But the greater context, amen, is that Luke chapter 6 is about <clears throat> three new things. Chapter 6, 1 to 11 is about a new Sabbath. And this new Sabbath is against the backdrop, listen, of the old, worn out, Judaistic Sabbath. That the new Sabbath replaces the old Sabbath. The old Sabbath was God 
uh, working in creation six days and then resting on the seventh. The word Sabbath means rest. And so Jesus starts teaching about a new Sabbath, the Sabbath day's rest for the believer, which is the opposite, listen, of the old Sabbath. The old Sabbath was God worked six days and then rested on the seventh and sanctified it, right? The new Sabbath is God resting on, listen, the first day, which is Sunday, the day of resurrection, and then working through the church age, Lord have mercy, till he gets to the 69th prophetic week of the church, and then the tribulation starts. So what, 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 what Jesus be start, uh, begins to teach is that this new Sabbath is the Sabbath rest of Jesus Christ. It is when we come to worship on the Lord's Day, the first day of the week. Can I get a witness? And all of the rest took place when he walked out of the grave. And all of the work had to wait until he walked out of the grave in order to be done. So he deals with a new Sabbath, verses 1 to 11. And then, secondly, he deals with a new nation. The old nation was predicated on 12 tribes of Israel, 12 sons of Jacob. Amen. And the new nation will be the 12 apostles, which will be chosen by Jesus Christ and will be the pillars of the church that are built on truth, transparency, and transformation. So that when, when you look into the New Testament, the Pauline, Petron, Johannine epistles, as well as the Gospels, what you get, in essence, is what the apostles, beginning in Acts, the, God used the apostles to build all of the church. Amen. The instructions for the church. Amen. And, and, and so every letter... Every letter has a historicity point in the book of Acts. So the church to the Thessalonians, a, amen, in Athens was mentioned in, 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 first, I mean in, 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 in Acts chapter 17. The church to the, to the Philippians was mentioned in Acts 16, the Philippian jailer. Uh, uh, and, and you have the church to the Ephesians, and you have, you, have, you, have, you have all of these churches that had their history on the three missionary journeys of Paul and Barnabas and others, that they planted churches, and when they planted churches, the word of God established the churches, so God left the 12 tribes of Israel to invest in the 12 apostles of Jesus Christ. So you have, the, you have a new Sabbath, you have a new nation, but third, and in our text, are new blessings. And the new blessings are predicated, amen, on this teaching of Jesus, and this teaching of Jesus is in our text, and, and, and I want you to see this because we, we many times miss what the Holy Spirit is saying because we do not do exegetical preaching or teaching that has a context, amen, in the Bible. So here's what Jesus begins teaching, and First, we see the transformation of our support. But before we get there, look at verse 36. Be therefore merciful as your Father also is merciful. Judge not that you be not judged. Condemn not that you be not condemned. Forgive and, and listen, forgive and ye shall be forgiven. All that is part of this text. And, and, and what... And what, and, what, and what Jesus is preaching 
our principles, amen, is somewhat of a, uh, uh, a smaller view of the Sermon on the Mount. He's preaching principles in this text that, amen, there are things that we, the church, need to understand about these teachings and how they impact us. So what Jesus begins to do, and I want you to see this, because if you don't understand this, you will not understand. He gives us seven, he lays out seven key unconditional law or unconditional love, amen, aspects of seven uh, aspects of unconditional love, all of which must have the Holy Spirit enabling us. Now let me stop. If the Holy Spirit does not enable me, I can't do this. I'm tired of, I'm tired of folk running around talking about, I, I, you know, uh, uh, instead of I can do all things through Christ, they run around talking about I can do all things. No, you can't either. There are certain things that the Holy Spirit does not give you the power and the privilege and the position to do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. We, we can't live right without the Holy Spirit. Can I get a witness? We, we can't walk right without the Holy Spirit. We, we can't talk right without the Holy Spirit. Uh, and, 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 and so these seven unconditional things in this text, and I, wanna, I want you to see this. This begins at verse, all the way back at the verse uh, 27, where Jesus says, look what he says, love your what? Now let's stop. If the Holy Spirit does not enable me, I will never love my enemies. My one nature, my, my, my Adamic nature, my sinful nature will never buy into that. They don't like me, I don't like them. Come on now, y'all, y'all. You know when I was in the world, and, and you know God doesn't change our person, when I was in the world, I didn't give a kitty what you thought about me. I was having a ball. You get cussed out. Well, you know, I ain't play that. So I'm the same in Christ. I only, I'm, I'm, you know, I ain't gonna cuss you out. The, the only difference is that I'm, I'm, I'm a man in Christ to myself. I don't need people to prop me up to get started and to go where I'm going and all that. I don't need a whole audience behind me doing this. I, listen, by the grace of God, when God puts it on my heart, I'm moving. And, and if people if people not aligned with it, God bless them, love you too. I'm going to keep going because I don't need, listen, everybody needs encouragement, but I don't need everybody agreeing before I make a move. Now, 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 now come on, do I have a witness? In fact, that's weak leadership. When you got to go and, 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 and ask everybody, is, is what I'm getting ready to do, is it all right with you? That, that's weak leadership. Lead! If, if you know that God is telling you to lead, lead! Go! Thank you, Jesus. But for me to love my enemies, Lord have mercy, verse 27, is, has to come from heaven. Let me, let, me, let me stop and make a point of clarity. We witness nationally and internationally 
a horrific situation in South Carolina where, 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 where I think 11 people were just murdered. Nine. Nine people were just murdered. Right? And the world was watching. Here is a sick young man that sits an hour in Bible study only to open up guns and kill everybody exception to one person and the tenure from the church and the community was we forgive you now you know that's Jesus you know See, only Christ. I'm, I'm not talking people preaching. I'm talking about people practicing. Can I get a witness? Yeah, people are, people are preach until it's not convenient for them. That's a whole nother sermon. Can I get a witness? We've got to practice what we preach. Isn't that right? And, and, and see, child of God, for them to, to show the world, Lord have mercy, in the midst of all their pain, that the person they believe in so strongly has impacted their lives to the point of forgiving those that hate you. That, that is a Jesus said the world will know you're my disciple by the love you have for one another. Not by how much theology you know. Not, not by how many scriptures you can quote. Not by how many ministries you in, but when, when the heat sets in, when, when all hell is breaking out, you, you can still be Christ-like in your image. Do I have a witness? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You get this on the way home. He says, love your enemies, verse 27, and then do good to them that hate you. You can't do this without the Holy Ghost. Do good to them that hate you. Do good to them. In other words, when your enemy say, I'm hungry, you, you go on somewhere to prepare a meal for them. Do good to them that hate you. Bless them, verse 28, that curse you. And pray for them which despitefully use you. And if they smack you on one cheek, turn the other cheek. And if they take away your cloak, give them your coat with it. You know that's the Holy Ghost. When I first got saved, somebody jumped in my feet. I said, I only got one cheek. <laughs> turn to your neighbor and say, I'm growing to the second cheek. My God. In other words, what Jesus is teaching in this context is the supernatural enabling, amen, through the power of the Holy Spirit to be able to love, liberate, and let go. 
Now, in 28 years of passing, I had a lot of wars, but I can go to bed and my conscience is clear. I'm not angry with anybody. I'm not angry with anybody. And, you know, and, and those I need to forgive, I forgave. Those who did me wrong, I forgave. I, I, my, I'm clear. Now, you may not be clear, but I'm clear. I'm not blowing my blessing. Amen. Fooling around with folk. Can I get a witness? Amen. Now, 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 now the fact of the matter is, is that when we look at this, amen, and, 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 and I mean people, people will really get under your skin. And God says in, in his word that what I want you to let them see is my character and my image. Can I get a witness? Hang in there with me. I'm trying to build up this context. That not 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 self-promotion, not self-centeredness, not pride, not judging others, not looking for faults, not character assassination, not gossip, not tearing each other down. That's not what God is asking for. You you cannot properly interpret this text until you see all of that. Mm. Be merciful as your father's merciful, 36. Don't judge people's motives. Don't condemn people when you don't know what you're talking about. In fact, stop running your mouth so much because you don't have all the facts. And learn to forgive because God has forgiven you. Hmm. I, I was talking about the microcosm of marriage. You think about all this. Ma marriage is God taking two people that are t typically opposites with different idiosyncrasies, different history, different background, different approaches, different ways of, of attacking problems and put them in close proximity. Now, now let me stop, pause, and pause. I'm not in close proximity with you. I see some of you once a week. Some I see twice a week because they come to Bible study. So... Uh, unlike Sister Gordon, who lives with me, works with me, vacation with me, and goes, goes out to dinner with me. I, I know y'all saying, poor Sister Gordon, God bless you. <laughs> she got to deal with me all the time. <laughs> but what God does in marriage, see, God, God brings two people together, and they got to work through and work out problems. They got to negotiate. They got to compromise. They got to, come on now, you can talk back to me. They, they, they are not going to get their way in everything. Isn't that right? And, and, and boy, they're leaving already. Come on back, Sergeant. I mean, uh, Lieutenant, come on back. And, 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 and so, fact of the matter is, <laughs> fact of the matter is, is that the Bible says, if you cannot marry or manage your home, you can never manage the house of God. You're only dealing with one person in the marriage. You might be dealing with hundreds of thousands in the flock. Can I get a witness? Leave that one alone. So check it out. Here's Jesus teaching these principles of the kingdom saying, okay, your character, your integrity, your response, all of this is part of my plan 
to put you in this crucible called life. And we, and we are being transformed by the renewing of our mind, Ephesians 4.2, endeavoring, strong participle in the Greek, ending in I-N-G, endeavoring at all costs to keep the unity of the Spirit. I don't care how much you're suffering, your job is to keep the unity. You didn't make the unity, Holy Spirit made it. You got to keep it. If somebody wrongs you, bury it. Let them go, release it, and keep moving. You, you, you got to hear these principles before you can act on the points I'm about to preach on. And, and it is progressive. It is not easy. It, it takes the yielding to the Holy Spirit. It takes you taking wrong. Taking wrong in order for God to be right. Can I get a witness? You're not always going to come out of this equation, amen, unscathed. Do I have a witness? And, and, and if you listen to your feelings, yeah, you in trouble. I don't feel loved. I don't feel accepted. I don't feel appreciated. You, you, can't, you, you, got to, you, you got to go on the faithfulness to God for the function of the Holy Spirit. See, here's what God said in his word. I love one of the scriptures in Hebrews 6. Don't turn. For God is not unrighteous to forget your labor love that you have shown towards his name in that you have ministered to the saints. Now, 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 now that scripture is loaded. I'll preach it again. It means to minister to the saints, you're going to take a hit. Can I get a witness? To be faithful to God, you're going to take a hit. To stand still when all hell's breaking out, you're going to take a hit. Can I get a witness? But the, but, but the Bible says God is not one to forget what you're doing. God sees everything. Doesn't he see everything? He can see a black ant on a black hill on a black night. The eyes of the Lord are everywhere. The hidden things that are around me, 29, 29, belongs to the Lord. But the revealed things belong to us. You ain't got to worry about no hidden things. Well, you know, I, I, I believe. We don't want to hear what you believe. God's got it. Do I have a witness? If somebody's stealing, God's got it. God ain't mocked. If, somebody, if, if, if somebody's doing something under the cover, God's got it. If somebody's slipping and sliding, peeping and hiding, God's got it. We don't have to play Dick Tracy. Do I have a witness? We just, we just wait on the Lord because everything that's hidden will come to light. Do I have a witness? Oh, y'all ain't praying with me this morning. That is, child of God, that when you begin to look at what Jesus is preaching on, we get to this verse 38, which is loaded. And the first thing we see here is the transformation of our support. It is a practice. The word give, now notice there is a comma after give, meaning God, Jesus taught and said, give, comma, is by itself, didomize the Greek word. Now wait a minute. Give what? First of all, he's talking about making giving, make giving a practice. Learn to be a giver and not a taker. 
Learn, learn to be a giver and not a receiver. My God, my God. Learn, learn to be, learn, learn. God loves a cheerful giver. Learn, just, just the whole philosophy of giving, giving, giving. You know, and the more you are able to give away, the more God's going to give you back. Do I have a witness? Learn, learn, learn just to be a giver of love, a giver of liberty, you know, a giver, a giver, a giver, facilitating the flock, a giver of helping people, a giver. Everybody's not a giver. Practice the loving support of being a giver of good things. Not a taker, not a beggar, but a giver. Mm. This word give, as well as forgive, of the previous verse is a present imperative, which means it's a command to do something in the future which has continuous action. As you are giving, as you are giving away, as you continue to give, God will continue to bless you. Amen. Give. 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 And, 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 and what he's saying here is give and forgive and keep on giving and keep on forgiving. Now, we got people that can't forgive others. Well, they hurt me. Well, yeah, and you hurt Jesus. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't know the history. I don't need to know the history. We all got a history. Do I have a witness? Let me tell you some things that stops us from being a giver, a giver, a giver. One is a sense of self. Some of us have a problem with putting away self. All you got to do is just listen. People mean well, but self will come out. Self is involved. If I say, uh, Neil, come on up here, and uh, it's, it's, it's my anniversary. Come on up here and, and encourage the people to, Neil will come up here. If Neil's caught up in himself, he's going to have to say something about himself before he say something about me. Can't help it. You can't help it. You can't help it. Well, you know, I've, I've been around. I, I know about uh, pastor's anniversaries. and I, uh, We didn't send you up there for that. <laughs> All you got to do is come up and say, you know what, you know, uh, we want to just bless our pastor today for another anniversary and thank God for him. He's, uh, and sit down. But we got to have the attention, the appreciation, the applause coming in. So some of us can't give because we're too busy trying to get. That's why I'm funny about in, in worship about praise. See, when I'm up here praising, it's all Jesus. I'm not trying to include nobody else. I'm not trying to include myself. It's all him. Can I get a witness? And I don't want to bring a worship leader up that's going to make part of it Jesus and part of it him. That ain't happening up in here. That's right. That's right. Can I get a witness? Y'all get quiet all you want. Let me say it. Praise the name of Jesus, you know. 
The, fa the fact of the matter is, is that the reason we can't pull ourselves out of the equation is because our self is handicapped and broken. And we need attention at his expense. Lord, have mercy. So what that does, it prevents me from being a true giver. A true giver. A true giver. It's, it's, it's that sense, it's that opportunity to express self in the equation. <laughs> now, I got to be honest with you. There are times we all human. I feel that myself. You know, trying to, you know, take care of my wife and do what's right, take care of my family. And there are times I, I, give, I, give, I give stuff away, material and immaterial stuff. And if I feel like, you know, <clears throat> I've been relegated to the, to, to the back, <laughs> Brother Banks, like an Indian giver, I tell him, give my stuff back. <laughs> what's wrong with that? <laughs> I give sister to go on anything she wants, but don't put the kids before me. Give me my stuff back. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Let them go get their own mate. Give my stuff back. So that's, that, that's the weakness of my flesh. Are y'all praying with me? Can, can we be honest with each other? Don't every once in a while we want our stuff coming through at somebody else's expense? You ain't got to say amen. You're lying. I can tell you that right now. All my husband does, he just comes home and gets the paper and go in another room and read it. He don't talk to me. Well, baby, maybe all you do is fuss. <laughs> the paper ain't fussing back. <laughs> and then, you know, come on, we messed up. How do I look? Now, be honest. You don't look that good, baby. I don't like that. What? <laughs> As Jack Nicholson said, you can't handle the truth. Why don't you just tell your mate, look, uh, how do I look? Lie to me. <laughs> don't, don't tell me the truth. Lord, have mercy. Lay that alone. The sense of self, the sense of being a security guard. We know we got some security guards in church. They just sit back. I'm watching everybody. I'm watching the pastor. I'm watching everybody. Well, who's watching you? And you're the one that's going to go south. See, pride says, my stuff is together. I can watch everybody else. And, 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 and then there's the true servant. I'm, I'm, I want you to see this before I jump to this text. The true servant is, is interesting. They just say, look, holistic objectivity. I'm just praying. Pastor, I'm just praying for the vision. I'm praying for the church. I'm praying for you. That's it. And, and, and see, what Jesus is saying is, look what he says. Practice giving. Practice giving. Practice giving. Nothing coming back. Kathleen, no, nothing coming back. Nothing coming back. Just practice giving. 
the minute you and I are requesting something back from another individual, giving is going out the window. I've had people come up to me in 28 years, and, they, and this honest got truth. I've had people come up to me in 28 years and just, uh, uh, I go to shake their hand, and they put something in my hand. I don't know what it is. And sometimes it's some big bills. And it's just done quietly. Nobody knows about it. Pastor, just, just want you to know I appreciate what you do. Man, has that been some of us? Uh, uh, it's devotions. You gotta, yeah, I, I gave the pastor $500 <laughs> and told him to go enjoy himself and go on, Brother Banks, and go get another suit made. And, uh, you know, because we need that. Oh, Y'all understand what I'm saying? True giving is giving, expecting nothing back in return, and I don't need. No platform. What you do, don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. If so, you have already received your reward. Give. Practice giving. Now look. And it shall be given back to you. God, God, God says when you give with right motives, when you give love, when you give liberty, when you give to help people, when you give money to my program, when you tithe, when you give, you got my promise, I'm going to give back to you. Are you getting this? I'm going to pay back what you've given. And it may not be overnight. Oh, Lord, have mercy. You, you may be faithful in giving, and I may choose to see you next year with a major blessing. I'm not a God that forgets what you've done for the saints. I'm not a God that forgets what you've done for the church. I'm not a God that forgets how good you treat bad people. Ah, Somebody on the side of the street that's strung out on drugs and, amen, you, you, you choose not to walk by them. You're broken. You choose to help them. I, I'm, I, didn't, I didn't miss the fact that you were in a store and somebody had a need and you met the need privately. I didn't miss that. I didn't miss that you've been a faithful tither to this ministry. I don't miss those things. Give and it shall be given back to you. Now, 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 here's the problem. This scripture encompasses, Lightfoot, not just finances, but fellowship, facilitation of God's people. It, it encompasses a wide spectrum of things. I'm going to tell you, I, I don't know a free giver that hurts for anything. By the grace of God, I've been a tither over 10% for 30 years. It had nothing to do with what I was making. I wasn't making nothing 
I give God what he, what he, what, you know, what he asked for. Because if God gave me $10, I give him back a dollar. That's what he asked for. That's the basis of what he asked for. Then he said, I'm going to make the nine-tenths go further than the ten-tenths. It's a matter of trust. I don't put mortgage first and uh, uh, school loans and car loans and nah, nah, and then look at what's left over and give God the remnant. God says, I want the first fruits. Now, that's just with your finances. I want, look, look, I want the first fruits of your finances, but I want the first fruits of your energies. I want the first fruits of your mind. I want the first fruits of your, listen, your vitality. Your vi I, I want the best of the best. And I want the best first. I'm preaching up in this place, Doc. You understand? And, 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 and so, child of God, give and it shall be given back to you. What a promise. Mm. Don't let self get in the way. Yeah, don't let your sense of security get in the way. Just support my efforts. My God. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. The second thing here is, <laughs> I love this. Jesus teaches a second principle, and it's right here. It's not only the transformation of our, of our support, but the transformation of his sufficiency. Now, now, now check out this. It says uh, in, in 638b, good measure. Good measure. Good measure. Are you getting this? That, that, that is, that's a precept of sowing and reaping. That's a precept of how we sow, what we sow, when we sow. That, that, that's a precept of what we sow. Now watch this now. If I sow, and the word sow means planting, we, we're sowing every day. Are y'all with me? If I sow division and rebellion and selfishness and disobedience and discord among God's people, God said, whatever you sow is what you're going to reap. Why do Christians think they can sow one thing and reap another? You can't do it. Whatever you sow it, good measure says that God is measuring it all out. And he promises to be faithful according to what you are ah, sowing. I, I want to sow love to everybody. I want to sow, you know, I want to sow the right. I want to sow the fruit of the spirit. Love, joy, peace, long suffering. I want to sow the right things. Now, I'm, I'm a sinner saved by grace, and sometimes I'm messed up and don't sow the right things. I need to repent and start sowing the right things because I'm sowing every day, uh, Brother Banks, and I'm going to reap what I sow. So what I want to come back, I want it to come back favorable. Yes, sir. Favorable. So here, here's, here's what I'm saying. Nobody's getting away with anything. It only looks that way. 
God says, uh, uh, I'm omniscient. I know everything before it happens. I'm omnipresent. I'm everywhere at the same time. And I'm omnipotent. I'm all powerful. When God tells Jeremiah, I knew you before you was in your mother's womb. And I ordained you a prophet to the nations. And I called you before you came out of the womb. If God knows all of that, if I make my bed in hell, he's there. Because he's omnipresent, he's everywhere at the same time. Isn't that right? And, 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 so, and so, child of God, when he says, good measure. And that's, and that's the first thing we got to, good measure. We're not perfect. But we better take uh, account of what God is saying. We're sowing every day. And when you start sowing good seed, you can expect good seed. Check this out. I was thinking about King Saul, First uh, Samuel uh, 15. Now don't, now, don't turn. I'm just going to throw this out to you. There's three officers in the Old Testament, prophet, priest, and king. Saul was a king of Israel from the, from the tribe of Benjamin, first king of Israel. Tall, handsome young man that, uh, you know, became the king because the people said, we want to be like the other nations. We don't want God as king. We want a human king. And God said, you don't know what you're asking. So God gave them what they asked for. Can I get a witness? And thank God that God does not give us everything we ask for. Can I, can I stop there and park for a minute? I noticed some things you asked for, God denied it, and you better thank God he denied it. Can I get a witness? Because everything that glitters is not gold. So here's King Saul off to battle. And, and the enemy is getting close. In order for Israel to win, the prophet or priest has got to put on the ephod and pray to Yahweh for the victory. Samuel the prophet didn't get there. So Saul got nervous and said, bring me the ephod. And he put on the priest ephod that God never called him to wear. And the minute he put it on, Samuel rode over the hill and said, what in the world have you done? You stepped out of bounds. Now God's going to snatch the kingdom from you. Do I have a witness? And, and, and here's one of the familiar quotes of Samuel. He told Saul, obedience is better than sacrifice. God is looking for obedience. Hmm. Amen. And, and so it's here that Jesus starts explaining the transformation of his sufficiency that when we give and he gives back, when our attitudes and character, when we reflect Christ, when we image him, he says, all right, it's going to be of good measure what you're sowing, but here it is. He said, pressed down. Paisio in the Greek. Well, what does that mean? It means, huh, 
Uh, you know how you pack a bag and the bag is full, but you sit there and you keep pressing things in the bag to get more in? <laughs> Can I get a witness? God, God says, you know what I'm going to do with you? Because you've been faithful, I'm going to press things into place. Amen. I'm going to compile. I'm going to multiply your blessing. Uh, a, a, amen. I'm going to put more in the suitcase than the suitcase can really hold. I'm, I'm pressed down. God says, I'm going to press your blessings down. Because you live with the right character, integrity, motive. Can I get a witness? And when you, listen, you gave according what I asked you for. No, I, I, I ain't preaching on time. I ain't preaching on time. Here's where God, <clears throat> here's where God gets upset. We, as God's people, we buy whatever we want. Do I have a witness? I got a nice phone here, Doc. Look at the colors. <laughs> this is not our. This is better than our phone, really. And 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 I can I can text, I can email, I can I can pull up stuff on this. Amen. This did not cost ten dollars. Do I have a witness? If you sitting in here today and you got a and uh, you got a cell phone, raise your hand. No, no, don't don't please don't lie up in there. Raise your hand. Now keep your hand up because the phone costs one thing, the activation fee costs another, the monthly activation price costs another, all of the software you got in there costs another, you probably got a case with it and that costs another, Can I get? you probably got a computer you hook into it, that costs another, you're wearing nice clothes, can I get a witness? Ain't nobody in here ragged this morning, do I have a witness? You ladies, got, you, you got the best makeup on? Can I get a witness? Amen. You got lipstick. You got Maybelline. You got Jabeline. And you men, you, you men, you're dressed to the queue. And yet, Malachi said, will a man rob God? And the answer is yes. How did we rob you? In tithes and offering. Two different Two different plate, plate collections. Amen, amen. Tithes is what you owe God. Oh, Lord. Offerings is what God asks you above the tithe. You tell me, you know, I'm, I'm giving, I want to abound. You can't abound till you bound. Bounding is tithing. Then you are in the category of abounding. Leave that one alone too. Praise the name of Jesus. Just preaching the word. <laughs> Press down! God said, I'm going to fix this thing. Because your heart and your head is right. Because your character and integrity is right. Because you're not about getting, you're about giving. I'm going to press your stuff down. You won't want for anything. Your family won't want for anything. Your children won't want for anything. When I get finished with you, I got your seed. I got your house. I got your future. I got your vision. Because you have not robbed me. 
Can I get a witness? You've been faithful in ministry. You Come on now. You've been, amen, you've been faithful, faithful, and more faithful. Press down. Hmm. Look at the second thing he says. Shaken together. Now some of you drink those drinks in the morning. You get all these different things, put them on the table, put them in a the mixer, and then you drink. Can I get a witness? God, God says, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take all these different things, and I'm going to shake it together. God, God, God says, I'm going to shake this stuff together so that, amen, it comes out. Lord, have mercy. Uh, Salus in the Greek, it, it's, it's a juice drink that will feel. It's, it's an assorted of good things that I'm going to shake together for your benefit. Because you did not rob me. You did not think uh, second. You, you did not put me last on the list of your wants. You know what all this boils down to? Submission. When you and I are submitted to God, God's first. Hmm. I'm a giver, not a taker. Listen. He says, I'm going to press it down, I'm going to shake it together, and then I'm going to cause it to run over. Shreko. But what is that? Into your bosom. It's a picture of a priest with a robe, loosening his robe so it gets loose, and then, look, pulling the robe out so that he can catch things that fall. God says, I'm going to let your robe get loose. So when I start sending things out of glory, you'll catch them. I'm going to let you catch blessings you didn't expect to catch. I'm, 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 I'm going to press it down. I'm going to shake it together. I'm going to let it roll over. Now watch this. Shall men give in to your what? Now, 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 that is a clause that we don't typically deal with. God says, not only am I going to bless you, but I will cause other men to bless you. Mm. I'm going to have an outside source coming in to bless you because you've been faithful to me. Are y'all seeing this? This is tight. This ain't like them prosperity preachers, is it? <laughs> Give! Put your money on the altar! And this is what God's going to do for you. In other words, now watch this now. See, here's the mishap of the context. Put your money on the altar, although you're living in sin, although, although your life is dirty, although you're leave, living in homosexuality, lesbianism, and, and, and saying that, although you're living like a pig, put your money on the altar and God will bless you. That's a lie from the pit. God don't bless mess. Do I have a witness? You, you better hear the entire context. Oh, I'm going to preach. In 2 Corinthians 9, we have, a pre, we, have a pre, we have a precept, principle, promise, but then there's a power. And here, don't turn. In, in, in 2 Corinthians 9, 8, it's one of the most powerful scriptures on giving. And contextually, it's giving money, giving love, giving this. It says, and God is able to make all grace 
abound toward you that ye always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. Meaning God says I control grace. There's saving grace, there's suffering grace, there's sustaining grace, there's sufficient grace. God says, when you please me, I'm going to make all grace show up at your door. So whatever the need is, grace is there to fill it. Love we don't deserve. Can I get a witness? Oh, this thing is tight. Let me close on the last part of this verse, 38D. C or D. Look at the transformation of our standards. Now, Look what God says, for with the same measure that you meet, that means whatever you give out, with all is coming back to you again. Do you see that? It's called the law of the harvest. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever man soweth, is that he shall reap. Now, <clears throat> I'm closing. I'm, all, I'm sowing, I'm reaping now what I sowed in 65 and 66. Y'all ain't get that. I'm saved, I'm on my way to glory, but in my mind and in my body, I'm still reaping what I sowed. Whoa, well, well, why, why, why get saved? Because I'm going to heaven, not hell. And whatever I don't bring under the jurisdiction of the Holy Spirit through transformation, there is a reaping process. Are y'all getting this? So, 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 so what he's saying is with the same measure, the same thing you sent out is the same thing that's coming back. Here's the scary thing about God. You don't know when it's coming back. One old preacher said, God don't set all his accounts as an accountant in August. Fret not thyself because of evildoers. Neither be envious of the workers of iniquity, so they shall soon, 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 maybe not today, be cut down like the grass. That child of God, this message needs to be preached. Because people think they can live any kind of way and they're going to be blessed. They can do whatever they want to do and they're going to be blessed. That's a lie. The same measure you measure out, that's what God's bringing back. You didn't forgive your husband, I won't forgive you. You didn't forgive your wife, I won't forgive you. You holding, you holding attitudes, I'll hold attitudes. Y'all ain't getting this. What it does, it causes us to change under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. Who are you to look down on her with all the mess you have done and are still doing? Oh, oh, and are still doing. See, the difference between church folk and the folk in the world is we learn how to cover our mess. Oh, I'm preaching up in here now. You put a little deodorizer on your poop. So nobody can smell it, but it's still there. God, God smells it. Can I get a witness? Yeah, turn to your neighbor and say, I can still smell it. That you think I can't smell it, I can still smell it.
He, he says, with the same measure that you measure out, it's coming back. You judge others, I'm going to judge you. You don't have mercy, I won't have mercy. You, hey, amen. You, you tear down, I'm going to tear down. You, you don't build up, I won't build up. Huh? But if you give, I'm going to give. If you're merciful, I'll be merciful. If you forgive, I'll forgive. That's why one of the greatest songs in Christendom, one of the greatest songs that we have heard in our lives, yeah, is amazing grace. And I just pray that I can sound better than President Obama, but... Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved when God so loved the world that he gave Jesus to come down here on a rugged cross and the Bible says that Jesus died for our sins. Didn't he die? He died until the sun stopped shining. He died until the earth started reeling and rocking. He died to a Roman centurion said, surely this was the son of God. But early I said earlier, Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hand. And then he 
saved my soul. Snatched me out of hell with smoke still in my garments. And he made me whole. Can I get a witness? That's amazing grace. God wants us to exercise grace. Give, and it'll be given back to you. Forgive, and he will forgive you. Be merciful, and he'll be merciful. Can I get a witness? Let's bow our heads this morning. As every head is bowed, every eye is closed. If you're here and you need to be saved, born again, blood washed, blood bought, just raise your hand. You want to give your life to Jesus Christ. He wants to save you this morning. He died for your sins, was buried, and rose again. Is there one? Or perhaps you are saved, looking to join the church. Raise your hand. Is there one? Is there one? Bless the Lord. Next Sunday, we're dressed down. Next Sunday, times are uh, 7 and 9.30. Look to your neighbor. Say, neighbor. Let's all learn how to give. Amazing grace. How sweet. Love you, Lord. Love you.